0: Welcome to Greenhouse Grower to Grower, the podcast where we talk to growers from across the greenhouse industry about market trends, innovation, their biggest challenges and opportunities, and more. I'm Brian Sparks, editor of Greenhouse Grow. Jan Gully is one of the owners of Gully Greenhouse in Fort Collins, Colorado. Gully Greenhouse is an innovative operation that pays close attention to consumer needs as well as trends and new varieties. I recently talked to Jan about her love of plants why continuing education is so important, and what's next at Gully Greenhouse. Here's our conversation. It's good to be able to talk to you today, Jan. Um, Let's talk first about this past year and how things went uh, for the Gully Greenhouse team uh, this year. Was it a strong year for you guys?
1: Oh, sure, Brian. I think it was um, definitely the year before was a lesson to be had by everyone. Um, Everybody was still on the COVID inventory sales road and um, I think we all learned that things are back to 2018-19 levels a little bit. And so we you know we did moderate a little bit, especially in our garden center, um, our inventory and I think it worked out very well for us. Uh, as far as the rest of our inventory goes, I think we' some of the fall finished was slow, uh, slow sales. We we felt a dip, but it was hot here, and um, just not sure people were excited about planting. But as far as the spring and our liners go, everything seems very steady, and um, sales are good.
0: So I know I know that you guys, as a company, have had has always had a close a, a connection to the consumer. Have you seen instances of how today's consumer has evolved from just even the past couple of years, maybe just prior to COVID?
1: Um, what do you mean? Like their, their tastes or what they select? I guess
0: it would be their taste, their buying habits, things that they might be looking at differently than, than they did in the past. Oh,
1: sure. Um, on the garden center side in the spring, I think a lot less people were buying vegetables. I think they found it was hard to grow and they'd rather travel. <laughs> so definitely, um, slow down there. As far as, um, houseplants and things, I think the smaller sizes, um, people are really looking for smaller pot sizes. I mean, um, I think a lot of people, especially apartments and condos, they want plants, but they don't want one plant to take up too much room. Okay. So, um, perennial sales were steady. Um, I think in our area, building has slowed down a little bit. So trees and shrubs were a little bit slower too.
0: Okay.
1: But annuals seem to just perk right along and, um, didn't see much difference there. Okay.
0: You know, I'd like to make sure that our listeners get a chance to learn more about you in particular. So can you maybe talk about your own background? What brought you into the world of horticulture and how that's led to what your role is today at the greenhouse?
1: Well, it's kind of a hit and miss thing. Um, (laughs) I was getting my uh, degree in um, just botany, biological sciences, and I met my husband who wasn't a husband at that time and his dad grew carnations in Denver okay. and I just got enthralled with that scenario and um just growing things so I changed my major to horticulture and so that's how that went um then we built a small greenhouse in town and uh we're doing field-grown perennials which everybody knows is just backbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> we finally um Bought some other property and started official greenhouses, and yeah. so that that was about 1980. I'm gonna say, mm. and so we we're still in our original area. And um, Jim is doesn't really like growing plants. My husband, so he's a great builder. So it seems like a a perfect combination for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You and know- then
1: Ball Seed was so kind. They said, Jan, we need little plants. When knowing us we just said okay what do you need <laughs> so that's how the liner business started okay. back in the day um growing lighters for ball seed and so that's how we got started in all the perennial liners
0: okay um i know that varieties have been you know one of the big areas of focus is in most greenhouses obviously but you know in particular at gully greenhouse um i know that you know you you have a connection to the Think Plants Network and then you know, some things with All-America selection as well. Can you kind of talk about you know, how you develop some of those partnerships and how that dictates what you as a company decide what to grow and then sell to your end consumer then?
1: Sure. Um, as far as uh, Think Plants, we're a member of it um, and we do trials for them. Um, the All-American Selection, we are growing their trial plants this year. And again, my daughter, Beth, gully has been a tremendous asset just building those relationships Mm. we're very grateful to her for that um also like express seed is the only company in think plants and so a lot of the plants that they want to try they come to us first since we are a member okay um and we're doing a lot of trialing for companies and then shipping those trials out okay so i think um like some of the ones we're doing are the coloritas, the um, erysimums and the saxifragas, things like that, um, that have become quite popular. And uh, so it's really exciting to see what's coming new down the tube.
0: Yeah. So I, I know you have a proximity to Colorado State University, and they've got their own trial system. Do you work with them on those trials or really in other areas for, uh, for that mix? We
1: will support them any way we can. It's a tremendous department. They have a new head now who is just so exciting. Mm. And um, we will give them plants. We also, Beth is part of um, the perennial trial garden selection. Okay. So she is um, judging some of the annuals and perennials nice. that go in there. And like I said, anytime they need anything or we give student, student tours to and um, have hired some of their graduates
0: also. You know, I, I know you and I, when, when we've talked in the past, you know, the topic of education has come up a lot and the importance of, of, of keeping, you know, your own education ongoing, but then also making sure that your entire team there stays up to date on, on new trends and varieties and plant production. I wonder if you can if you can maybe talk about that importance of education, both for yourself and for your team.
1: Sure. We, I mean, as much as we can, or as much as um, time allows, I try and get our growers out to seminars, meetings, or we'll do video um, training that way. There's, there's so much happening. So much is changing. It's, it's really important to stay on top of it and new varieties, new chemicals, new biologicals. I try and get some of the uh, salesmen too, especially for biologicals up here to help, help our team on how to use those and, um, you know quantities, what to watch out for, things like that. So okay. that's been a lot of my focus lately. has been the biologicals and um, how they can fit into our business.
0: Okay. So, do you, do you see the, the the ways that you get that information changing it, uh, between now and how you may have have gone down that road? Well, I think you
1: know video conferences or webinars are a lot easier to attend. Than sending six people to the East Coast. So um, I think those are very valuable and we do learn a lot from those. Um, okay. We will send people to conferences also, though, if it seems to pertain to their job and um, it's just good for people to get out and see other people and network.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned, you know, a few minutes ago, you, um, Jim being a builder. And so as you mentioned that, I started to think about, you know, a lot of growers have told us that Going into this coming year, you know, you had the very strong years of an industry in 2020 and 21. You know, a little bit of a tougher situation in 2022, and then for the most part on the rebound again in 2023. As you look ahead, do you see any major changes taking place at Gully Greenhouse in terms of production expansion or anything else new that you guys are looking at as a company?
1: Sure. Um, first of all, we're trying to really increase our efficiency. Mm -hmm. Um, and try and reduce labor costs as much as possible, uh, train people in different areas so they can hop in, hop out, wherever help is needed. I think that's very important. Um, We're also looking to expand. We did a tissue culture chamber prototype that's working very well for us, and so we would like to expand that. I feel that going vertical rather than horizontal is really a lot more efficient, especially in Colorado with the heat costs.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So um, we do a lot of TC here. I think we do about two and a half million plugs. Okay. And um, so they really need a special a special spot to really succeed. Okay.
0: okay. Sounds like a lot of exciting things happening. That's great.
1: It is. It's exciting.
0: <laughs> well, and, and kind of along those lines, you know, as, as you look into 24, you know, I'd like to know your, really what excites you the most about the future of not just goalie greenhouses but for the industry as a whole.
1: Well, I think there's a lot going on with lighting. I think there's a lot going on with biologicals and how to integrate them into our um, systems. Um, I think that I don't know it's a uh, that's pretty much where we're headed mm-hmm. in that area in those areas. So um, it seems that TC is one of our spots that we seem to do well with and um, being kind of central location, it's easier for us to ship to than some places. Um, So, and a lot of these perennials that are just amazing are from TC. So I I think that's kind of where we're really excited to see the progress.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned some of those new plants. So I kind of like to end, end some of these conversations with this question. What's your favorite plant right now? Is there something that that you guys are growing as a company that you also know, okay, I've got to take this home and have it at our own home?
1: That's a bad question, Brian. (laughs) I I was asking my daughter the same question as you posted, and we both looked at each other and said, we like them all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing I am really excited about is um, we put Dictimus albus into tissue culture because it's so hard to propagate. And I'm not, I don't know if you're aware of that. It's a very hardy, hardy perennial that is just lovely. But I've tried it from seed. You can't hardly do cuttings. And so we're getting our first TC next week from the lab to try and grow that. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, I think lupin, the new TC lupin and the delphinium, some of the new delphinium are just, they're amazing. Um, Beautiful colors, double flowers, and I think for the homeowner, the consumer, they're they're just really great selections. Nice. So we love them all, Brian.
0: Awesome. <laughs> you know, and I do have one more question for you that I was thinking about. So you know, these past few years, th- there's been a lot of fluctuation, and things seem to be always moving be, be moving quicker than ever. What do you think are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned about how to handle you know the day to day, and then the long term? future of goalie Greenhouse, you know, given some of these constantly changing market dynamics? Well,
1: a lot of it, we like to um, have all our stuff pre-sold. And so even on our finish lines, where our cons- customers know that they need to place orders and we have deadlines, um, we want to make sure we keep it real tight inventory. That way we don't have a lot of debt. Um, uh-huh. As I think everybody's still on the windowsill if a recession is gonna happen or not, but um, it's looking better all the time. But um, that and I think just helping the consumer with how to, how to garden easily and not yeah. to be scared of it. Um, we have a lot more millennials that are gardening now, but they want information, they, they wanna succeed, they don't have a lot of time if they don't succeed. And um, so I think on the consumer side, that's very important, too. We try and keep our debt very low, and especially with the interest rates these days. Um, and like I said, and offer our employees to good benefits so that they will stay here, hopefully, and not go to other places that like Amazon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us. You can learn more at GreenhouseGrower.com. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen.